of artistically driven personalities from different locations near and far. I am your speaker person, Veronica Tyler Christie, aka Sometimes B. For today's episode, we got Izzy, aka Izzy Brando on Twitter. Uh, very amazing with the cosplay, the makeup, and the different looks in general. Like, you're so versatile. Like, I'm just so excited that you're here tonight. So, how are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. How are you? Good. Um, just, you know, dealing with the COVID. It's holiday season. Um, trying not to see too many of the family members and trying to dodge their phone calls being like, can't see you. Sorry, you don't want to get sick. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Thank God, like, my family don't really, like, celebrate like that. Um, and, like... I'm just gonna go drop off the gifts and then leave and then like that's it like yeah I'm not I'm not gonna try to expose anybody or expose myself oh no I feel the simple hey here's a gift love y'all yeah. <laughs> I'll see you guys next year <laughs> uh, send me a video of y'all opening it <laughs> you know figure that out but um yeah peace <laughs> yeah no I I feel it um I just, I did the the birthday thing with my mom yesterday, so that required a little bit more attention, but as for, like, my grandma's house, typically we have all of our cousins with us, and then this year, it was just like, here, grandma, here's your gift. It's from all of us, and then I just dipped. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was so mad because she's like, but, but I want to see everyone. I'm like, no, you're not going to see everyone together. I'm sorry. Like, we love you, but no, COVID. <laughs> you like <laughs> we're trying to help you please help us help you grandma <laughs> exactly exactly yeah well cheers to keeping holidays simple that's for sure um so tell me a little bit about yourself like I only know you mostly for doing cosplay um and then you just I'm, later on, I'm going to ask you a little bit about like make makeup application advice because the best thing I know how to do is my eyebrows and winged eyeliner. <laughs> but, it looks very difficult to do. Like, <laughs> you can do that. You you got it. Like, <laughs> but, how, but how did you get into just doing like cosplay in general? Um. So I don't know if you see. Uh, the person that I'm always blocking and unblocking on Twitter, my friend Mike, um, Blockboy Deku. <laughs> uh, he's always spoiling stuff. That's why. Like, I'm just like, bro, like, stop. Um, but anyway, he is actually what got me, in, the person who got me into this. So I used to have a page before that was, like, a little bit more personal. Um, it was a lot more... Um, because I have a, a degree in political science and, you know, like I, I talk about politics, um, mm -hmm. so on that page, I talked about it a little bit more and about my art, but I wasn't necessarily into cosplay or an anime account yet. Yeah. Um, it just so happened that like the very first time I was like, you know what, I'm going to start putting like doing like little picture edits. Cause I really like editing and even though I suck at it, but whatever um, so I was like, let me just like, uh, I had a blue wig. So I was like, let me put Bulma in the picture with me. And then like, he was the only anime meme page that I like ever followed. Um, and I was like such a big like fan of his and like, I just really liked his page. I really liked, uh, how his jokes, you know, like, he's not misogynistic. He's not, you know, like there, there's. They're tasteful. They're tasteful. Yeah, like they're cool. They're cool. You know? So <laughs> um, I followed him and like, you know, we would have a little back and forth in the comments, whatever. Um, but after I had posted that, um, Eunice from Black Girls Anime, she reposted me. I don't know how she found me. I don't know how I wasn't even an anime page yet. Um, and she reposted me and then he saw it and followed me. And then he was like you know, we, we became friends. And then he was like, Hey, like, I have this little anime group, like, I want you to be in it. And like, you're really good at makeup, because I've always done makeup. So I always had, you know, makeup out there. My, mm -hmm. my looks. So he was like, just, you know, incorporate anime with it. And so then I was like, why don't I become a cosplayer? <laughs> like, why don't I? Yeah. 
like me wanting to like I, I always kind of had this like bias against cosplay. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, listen, we all started that way. <laughs> I think a lot of people did. Like a lot of people were like, um, and I was like, I am an anime fan, but I'm never gonna be that anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, look at me now. But <laughs> yeah, it was just like that would be really cool to like learn new skills with makeup. So like doing special effects and stuff like that and mix it with cosplay um so that's how i became a cosplayer and that's when i started the izzy brando page um and everything like that um so shout out to mike i know he's gonna watch this (laughs) 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 right right no it's it's all his fault that all this has unfolded so he takes credit (laughs) at some point right i tell him all the time i'm just like dude like for me to, to have this page and to uh, create this little community and stuff like that, like, you really put me on the map. Like, you were the reason why a lot of people were able to find me in the mm-hmm. beginning, you know, and, and how I was able to cultivate this this cute little space I hold now uh, virtually. Yeah. And he's always just like, nah, it's all you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, uh, <laughs> if you didn't share me, who was going to see me, you know? Like, <laughs> That's what it usually takes though. Cause like sometimes you just try the one thing and you might get like, oh, okay, I got like 10 likes. That's fine. That's fine. But the moment that someone like shares it and it's like that key person and it makes you feel inspired to continue. Like that's all it takes sometimes. And then you're like, mm, this is a great idea. I think I'm going to keep doing it. Cause my confidence, feel- my confidence feels like at peak. Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly. And he like, you know, uh if you notice i have times where i go off the map for like you know a week or so or whatever you know um it's just part of having like depression and stuff so uh back when i first started this page like two years ago i kept i kept deactivating i am so proud 2020 i have not deactivated (laughs) that's how i lost my last page because i deactivated it for too long and it just deleted and so um yeah but like every time you know he would like tell me like yo like Izzy like people love you they miss you you know and I'm just like nobody cares and I'm gone you know and then I would go back and I get all these messages and he would be like I thought you said nobody cared (laughs) (laughs) yeah no so actually tell me like let's kind of backtrack real quick so you Uh told me that you got a degree in political science Um, is it, is it your undergraduate degree or is it master's? Like, yeah, I have a bachelor's, um, in poli-sci. I was thinking about, you know, like pursuing a PhD because I'm actually like more in the like, uh, research and, and theoretical realm. Mm -hmm. Um, but school is like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like I'm not gonna lie that it scarred me so like I'm still I I don't think that a lot of people really like know until you're in it um so like my family like I'm of my immediate family I'm the first to get my degree okay um but I had an aunt who she has her like engineering degree and luckily she had helped me through the process of going through college but you know, like, not a lot of people really know, like, how taxing it is on your mental health, especially if you already have mental health issues, like, they're totally exacerbated by school, and the pressure of everything, and, like, the competitiveness of certain, um, like, degrees, like, I was in um, the Bay Area, you know, when, when I was studying political science, that's a very, like Ah. they're very politically inclined you know so there's a lot of competition there and you know it's like you have to do internships you have to do this you have to do that and so like overworking myself and and getting into a really bad like mental state um like it's been like three years or four years since I've graduated and I'm still like in the recovery process of like don't do too much work. Like, that's why I don't do any work at all. (laughs) Now I'm like, on the flip side, I'm like, all right, Izzy, you got to get it together. (laughs) But like, it just, it was so traumatizing, you know, and it's like, uh, the, the higher, I guess, like, academically you climb, 
the less you see yourself um in these spaces so yeah that's very relatable yeah so like I think now I have a bit more confidence and I feel like I could take up space you know and Mm -hmm. like I feel like maybe another year or so like I would probably want to pursue it just because I really like research but you know these past few years like it's been like recovery and then coming into my own and feeling like it was okay to take up space you know like it was like the imposter syndrome that you get you know like you're not typically used to occupying certain spaces you know I'm really happy that you're actually addressing this because this is actually very similar to what I'm currently going through I completed my bachelor's back in 2000 late 2015 Mm -hmm. It's been about five years of contemplating, what do I get my master's in? Do I want a PhD? And it's just because of the, don't get me wrong, I've had a lot of good experiences during my undergrad. I'm not going to dismiss that. Mm -hmm. But there were a lot of other experiences that really put me off to getting my master's because I don't want to go through that whole school like environment again because it was a lot. It was a lot. And um, like you said, had like the mental health issues, like if anything, like I felt like I was, I know I had a lot of anxiety, um, but the anxiety just heightens because it's like, who do I need to appease? Who do I need to talk to? Who, if I talk to the wrong person, where do I go? It, there wasn't a lot of great guidance. And so that's like, I mean, these are just very few things that contribute to like wanting to pursue to the next step, but it's like, then you meet people who are like, oh, I dropped out of college and or I dropped out of high school. And you're like, well, fuck, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, what? Yeah, like it, it's very interesting because, you know, before, like right now I'm in this kind of in-between space where like, um, you know, before, like I, I always say this and I'm always going to rep it. Like I'm from the hood, you know, I'm a hood yeah. kid. I grew up in poverty. I didn't grow up in a house like this, you know? Like I my the place I grew up was as big as my living room, you know? Um no money, like five kids, you know, all, all that. And like we you you're always kind of told like you have to go into these certain um spaces or pursue a specific type of degree or like I rushed to get my degree because I was like I gotta take care of my family you know like I gotta be working like I gotta you know Mm -hmm. um and so like then now that I'm out of it I see like luckily with political science you you don't need a master's or a PhD actually to get into what you want to do um like I did internships with the people who were in the state office and the people that I worked under had like a degree in like Scandinavian literature like one of the (laughs) and like I was like this is a scam (laughs) like this is a setup like so y'all telling me (laughs) I'm over here taking these classes with these rich little white kids who have no idea what it's like on the ground you know like suffering at the hands of these politicians and like policy you know like like because I'm here bringing like my experience to the classroom right and I was like a lot more timid back then because like I was like ooh, like I didn't study like y'all like you know because it's like I live it and then like yeah as I like had more experience and I learned I was like wait like I actually like I'm very very happy that I got a degree and I do want to say like in this world like having uh, uh, that degree having that piece of paper has opened up a lot more opportunities of jobs that I'm able to get right like um, my minimum pay starting rate is a lot higher than my friends who didn't who don't have a degree, right, right? right? Um, however, now that I'm more pursuing something that's artistic, which is like, you know, it gives me like a lot of like, oh, Izzy, <laughs> you know, like your family is like, you, you know, has always told me like you can't, cause I had studied cosmetology before 
and mm-hmm. they were just like yo like you gotta like be a lawyer or you gotta be a doctor or you gotta be like you know this because like you don't have that privilege like you don't right. have the privilege of being able to fall back on anything mm-hmm. and now that I do kind of have that a little bit more I'm looking at you know like content creation yeah um, and I'm opening up more to like brand deals and stuff like that and I'm just like wait like like I see all these people who are doing stuff like and they didn't have to go through college <laughs> you know they didn't have to go through all of that stuff and I'm like yo <laughs> right exactly that's what I was saying earlier I'm like what do you mean you didn't graduate from high school or college <laughs> you mean I could have just skipped and like press the like skip scene button like what the fuck <laughs> Like, you're telling me, because, like, when I studied cosmetology, that was, like, 2012 or so. Like, I was very young. Um, I I did it to graduate because I was getting credits. And so when I was 18, I was going to take the state board and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like, sitting here, like, sometimes, like, I really be sitting here and I'm, like, I could have been making bank. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I probably actually no most likely would have been making bank because like I'm trying to learn not to downplay myself and like I am good at what I do you know like I am good at hair and I'm good at makeup and I am good at nails and all of this other stuff you know um and so I'm just like (laughs) I didn't have to traumatize myself like that (laughs) (laughs) it's all stepping stones right we're all on our own adventure um so no that's amazing to hear that like you kind of went through all that to realize like what your actual true passions are but again you have something to use so in case if you're like maybe I can venture back into that you could always go back to it and just build on that if you'd like so it kind of makes you like a a jack of not even like all trades but like more trades than you thought that you had you know what I mean yeah I'm trying not to be bitter about it and to see it like that (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm trying to see the bright side of this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no worries. I was thinking, like, my next question was like, oh, if you did political science, how does that correlate with cosplay? You know, I wasn't... (laughs) That was going to be my dumb next question, but no, like, I I think... I don't think that's a dumb question. I don't... I think, you know, I don't think people would actually understand, like, how you can mix the two, you know? I guess my question is, like, in a weird political sense, like, let's say if you do start pursuing... um, like that area if that were to be the case like how would you integrate the more acceptance of anime culture (laughs) right that's very difficult um without someone being like oh you're an immature kid more like oh this is just my interest like who gives a fuck about what you think or what you think listen to what I'm saying (laughs) exactly because what I have to say is very important you know Mm -hmm. um and like professionalism we all know is rooted in white supremacy anyway so oh totally yeah (laughs) um yeah like I'm very lucky fortunate that you know at my job like there's other weaves there like I go and I have my my hero backpack I take that in every day (laughs) yes Um, (laughs) they know I'm a nerd like (laughs) um I do not hide it um it's like I it it's it was something it it was something that um, I, I grappled with and I thought about a lot um, because, you know, um, when I started this page, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, yo, like, I want to be in the political sphere. At the time, I really wanted to do uh, policy. So yeah. I really wanted to influence policy. And with that, it's like suit and tie type shit, you know, like, yeah. that's super like you have no room for any type of like non-professional looking you know thing Mm -hmm. um and then after a while I realized like I like to do I like human interaction um and I like to do direct service so what I do now I do HIV prevention work and I I interact with my patients and I do things that help them in the immediate right versus Mm -hmm. policy that takes a while but is also long-standing um So in that, it gets a little, it's a little easier because, you know, I work in a nonprofit, so they're a little bit more understanding, like they're still very political and um, 
they still listen to what I have to say. And I'm very fortunate that they respect it. Um, but yeah, it's like, if you're going into something that's like policy-based, like <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Cause I literally did not know. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should change my way of thinking, <laughs> you know? And so now like my goal is to do, to create a, a art and youth center um, in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And with that, I could totally weep out if I want, you know, like yeah, that's yeah. totally fine. Like it's political, one, bringing art and access to resources into the hood. And two, uh, I get to be the little animator that I, <laughs> you know, that I am. Where, where are you from, if you don't mind sharing that? Like, where's your stomping uh, grounds? Uh, I won't share the city because, though I rep it very hard, uh, I just don't know. <laughs> but I'm from Southern California. So Cal, okay, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, there's, it's not as hood as other places, but there, there is a little bit of a hood that I, I grew up in. And, and luckily enough, it was nice, but there was still a lot of like shenanigans that I was just like, as like a 13 year old kid, I'm like, I don't know how I jump into this. Like, <laughs> I don't know if, you know, Sammy down the street should be doing that, but I'm just going to mind my own business. <laughs> yeah, like I would just act like, <laughs> I <ain't seen> nothing. <laughs> right, right. <It's> my day. <laughs> no, that's dope. And also cheers to working for nonprofits. I learned that that's like my favorite thing to do now. Yeah, um, very stressful. <laughs> but it's very rewarding very so do you think like just kind of coming out of like left field with this do you think AOC playing among us kind of helped open up that politicians are very like they have a more spectrum to their personalities aside from just being suit and tie like yeah yeah I think that like um I think that AOC really like revolutionized honestly the way that we look at politicians I mean I would say that a lot of people started to see more of the like like human side like the multifacetedness of people when uh Barack was president Mm -hmm. um mostly because he was black (laughs) and brought culture you know (laughs) (laughs) and so people were like forced (laughs) to recognize that um but I think uh but you know he's still president so like her uh being like you know younger and and talking about and being in congress you know and and talking about like all of these different aspects of life um and also like kind of like nerding out with us like um i think that yeah it definitely kind of like connects um more of like the youth I would say more of like the youth like oh my god I say the youth and I'm not youth anymore (laughs) (laughs) sorry when I say like when I'm like you know millennials who are just like the age of it and I almost say 25 and I'm like I'm almost turning 30 (laughs) no (laughs) once you pass 25 you're already 30 I'm just like "Ah, I'm not a youth anymore (laughs) youths anyway (laughs) she like really I think she did does a really amazing job and and especially her talking about um I believe she was like a bartender or something yeah yeah so like her like like living actual experience and and talking about it and then like playing these games like I think yeah it totally connects you a little bit more um as it should you should be connected and feel connected and feel seen yeah um, to the people who are creating policy and stuff. Um, I personally haven't really seen that with any other politician. The way no, her, I've so. seen a, yeah, I've seen a lot of like, Hey, look what I can do, but I haven't seen a lot of like, how are you connecting with us? How do I know that you're more than just like, just sitting in a seat, taking your time to do policy because you're comfortable in your own life? you know, like, that's the thing that drives me insane. And I'm sure we can talk all day about this fucking stimulus package that they're trying to release. <laughs> We're all face palming here for those who are listening. <laughs> 
but yeah, like I just, I, I think I, I do appreciate the connection because it, it comes off more genuine than it's like if she actually tries to say something or tries to pass something, then we actually have a little bit more to believe her because she's went through the effort of trying to, it's like a backwards network, right? Like she's trying to network with us. She's not networking with them. Exactly. And one of the biggest things that a lot of people I think are not really like aware of, and I think that the the people in power have done a very good job of um, disillusioning or illusioning people. Um, one of my coworkers, she just took a government class. And she was like, you know what? I just learned. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, we aren't at the mercy of the government. The government is at the mercy of us. And I was like, yes, like, duh! like we're not supposed to be sitting around waiting for them. Like, what are they going to do? Like we, sh- they're there because we elected, you know, like it's, it's not that we're, it's top down with government being on top or whatever. Um, and the people being on bottom, like if it's, if it's top down, the people have to be on top. The people are on top. Yeah. The people and are on top. People we- are the power, <laughs> you know, but, but people don't recognize that. And, you know, the powers that have been in government for so long have done a very great job at making people feel powerless and then feeling like they they shouldn't connect to the government, mm-hmm. you know, because they're like, oh, well, that's a separate thing. And like, they tell us how to live. And it's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm very glad that she has is doing that, you know? Um, and I think people are starting to see themselves more in, positions of power and you know hopefully they see themselves as uh revolutionaries and just destroy it all but <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely kudos to Stacey Abrams for really uplifting everybody in Georgia because uh, yes. yes. that's that's the exact result of that like she was going out of her way to make sure that people are voting it's like no no no, no. you are not in control of what they're doing you have control by basically recording your voice on a ballot and sending it in it's the same thing with calling your representatives. Like if you call your representatives to the point of like your representatives, like, okay, I'm tired of hearing of you. Like it's working. Like you have to be difficult for things. To yeah. Change. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm very glad that there, that people are now starting to kind of see that I'm seeing like a little bit more in the collective consciousness. Um, and you know, it doesn't have to be this way. Like, <laughs> Just because, you know, we were born into a capitalist society doesn't mean that it has to continue, you know, just because we were born into this way of governance doesn't mean that it has to be that way. So I'm very appreciative of the people who are trying to break that barrier. Exactly. No, this is, this is facts. Um, So let's go ahead and talk about, so I kind of want to go into your opinions about just cosplay recently. Um, When I first saw cosplay, I'm gonna bring this up real quick because I I just need a visual for you to see this. Like, I, <laughs> so when I was a a wee girl, <laughs> not a wee lad or a wee lass, <laughs> wee lass. <laughs> um, there was an Inuyasha cosplay that was really crusty to me. I didn't like it, <laughs> um, and it just put me off to cosplay in general. And I was just like, I do not like this. This is like a poor like rendition of like whatever they're doing. Let me see if I can find it. Well, anyway, um, it was like anybody, you know, I can't find it right now, but it's okay. So it was just always like poor, like the, the wigs were a good attempt. And it just always looked like someone who just had like, you know, from my, my perspective, again, as a wee lass, bad hygiene, <laughs> And it didn't look like they put a lot of effort. And so I was just like, mm, cosplay is a little weird to me, but I'll just stick with the animes, right? Yeah. So <laughs> then there was one time I saw, like, you know, a Black man cosplay as Inuyasha. And it was just, like, the most, there was zero effort. It was just like, here's the wig, here's the red kimono, and I'm done. And then he just has this, like, look of, like, like just desserts with his, like, fingers. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I was just so, like, not appalled, but, like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but now there's this whole, like, 
I'm calling it like the renaissance of cosplay, like the renaissance of, of oh, nerd culture. Cool. Yeah, like where there's nerdcore rap, which has like significantly gotten better over the years. Now it, it stems from more than just like Richie Branson, Kadesh Flow, um, Samus, to now there's like more artists out there like Grayson and Kick Flames, and there's a group called Otaku Gang. And now there's like all these like cosplayers who are like, you know, stepping up their game when it comes to cosplay. But then there's also the culture with black people cosplaying. And now it's just this whole reprise of like black people just reclaiming the their nerd culture. So yeah. I guess my question is like, have you noticed this like like how it's trending upwards? Yes. And that it's trending upwards for the better. Like I see like there's cosplayers like Siyun here, uh, Favorite Senpai, Unique Sora, Kira, please. Like it's just, it's gotten significantly better and it's adorable. Like I loved it. So yes. maybe just kind of give me some insight. Like how do you see this coming along? Yes. Um, one, I know Becca's going to watch this. So I want you to know <laughs> I can pronounce your name. Shaun. Shaun. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I think I said it right. <sighs> Becca, please tell me if it's show. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, her name. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I was so proud because, like, you know, when I first got it, I was like saying it in the voice notes. I think that I didn't remember how to say it. Anyway, okay, Becca, girl, if if you hear this, I'm so sorry for missing mispronouncing it. I I just I don't hear a lot of times that you pronounce it. I just see what I see on the screen. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, wait, what was the last part of the question? Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I guess my question was, or it's more of like a, a discussion point, like, okay. where do you, like, have you noticed this transition from, like, it being from, like, not really being accepted to now mm -hmm. being accepted, and, like, that the trends are now going up? So, how do you kind of perceive this transition from, like, Black cosplayers finding more confidence with this? I, yeah, I've definitely noticed that trend. We talked about it before. I was like, cosplay is <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> to put it nicely, like I was always kind of weirded out by cosplayers. Um, but I, and they still exist. Um, but <laughs> just gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like the more like visibility uh, and focus on representation and diversity definitely is uh, an upward spiral or upward bound, like for mm -hmm. sure. Um, I am always going to say that Black people are the most creative, I'm are sorry. just so like, we just put that like extra like oomph into it, you know, no matter what, no matter what. Um, and so, yeah, like I see, <clears throat> I see like they're hopefully, I'm going to say in a positive way, like, cause you know, like I'd be really negative. <laughs> a lot of times I'm just like, this is not gonna get any better. Um, but I hope to see more representation of different bodies, of different mm -hmm. black bodies that are being represented, you know, um, like, I'm just gonna be completely honest, like me, I'm light-skinned <laughs> black, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of us get a lot more praise. Like, yeah, we're seeing um, a rise of more praise for black cosplayers, but the level of like racist kick kickback or whatever that I would receive, which really isn't like much compared to someone who's darker, like a lot of my cosplay friends. Mm -hmm. Um it's a huge, huge like it's very visible, you know? Yeah. Um and so like it's just like very interesting how like the more visibility you get, like you also are going to get more visibility. So more people are gonna see it and more of the people that don't like people like you are gonna see it yeah yeah <laughs> and uh so i'm hoping that there's just gonna be a lot more love thrown that way in that direction you know i would love to see more um plus size cosplayers i would love to see more disabled um 
um, cosplayers mm-hmm. um, or differently abled. I don't know the exact term um, because some some will use disabled, some will use differently abled. So right, right. Um, no, I, and anybody who's listening, I'm sure they're just gonna be like, "No, you're you're on the right path." <laughs> so, as long as you're not I am too rude. with all my yeah. chronic illnesses so you know <laughs> um I'm with y'all um but yeah and like uh hopefully seeing more uh gender queer gender variant um non-binary people like that would be really great to see you know um I would love to see more variety of yeah. black people being celebrated um I definitely try to make it a point to celebrate all different kinds of black cosplayers that I see on my on my TL and you Mm -hmm. know follow everyone that I can Mm -hmm. um but yeah like I do see like we make everything lit like we dominate (laughs) you know like that's just what it is like we are the culture and anime like and the anime community would be nothing without black people and it would be nothing without all of the black people that I just mentioned who like literally are so creative so innovative as well like within our community and don't get as much shine so I would love to see more of that um in the Mm -hmm. future Yeah, no, I agree. And like I said, I've noticed a huge, huge, like uphill with, with it getting much better. Um, And the acceptance rate has been getting much better. I, I have noticed that there have been some hateful messages, but I feel like it's just a bunch of edgelords that are just behind their screen, you know, and they're just looking for something to pick on because it's out of control of what their environment is. And, you know, the whole thing is like, if they have a problem, they can fuck off, but of course they're not going to fuck off. They're just going to keep peeking at you, but eventually, like, you know, hopefully they just get bored and, like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no intellectual way of saying this. It's just, like, <laughs> No, I've, I've been trying to fight all the time. Yeah. Um, they're, like, it's, just, like, it's not, you know, it's not, don't do it, but sometimes, like, they really just piss me the hell off, so I have to. Um, yeah, it's gotten to a point with me where if I see it like a negative thing, like, and this is, I get more negative messages on my personal Facebook because now everyone's really showing their true colors. Like if someone's misbehaving, it's just immediately blocked. Like I don't, I don't even bother. The block button is my favorite <laughs> button. I just unblocked Taylor earlier <laughs> after blocking her for a few hours. I block anybody and everybody who upsets me. <laughs> I do not care. I don't care if you're my friend, you're getting blocked <laughs> We're over here like, damn, please, please accept us. <laughs> After this, you're not going to see my pages anymore. No, oh my God. <laughs> right. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so speaking of like, you know, just the current, like, again, I'm calling it a nerd renaissance with the black community because that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Again, more nerdcore rappers are coming out, more black cosplayers are coming out. You know, it's noticeable. Now here's, Here's another thing. So I noticed that there has been like mainstream like artists who've been kind of coming out with more references to to nerd culture. Like, for example, like Nicki Minaj did her song on Chun-Li, right? Mm-hmm. And the criticism for that is like she kind of outlined Chun-Li as a villain, but Chun-Li isn't a villain. So it's just like, okay, why did you make a song and try to villainize Chun-Li when that's not even the case? That's not even canon. Yeah. <laughs> But then there's the lovely Megan the Stallion, who has just been like, yeah, I watch that anime. I watch that anime too. Like, she's just like on her personal life being like, yeah, no, I fucks with that. So like, what do you think, like pop culture wise, like how this kind of like helps boost the culture, you know? Yeah, I feel like um, they're like, there are two sides to it, you know? (laughs) I feel like a lot of like OG anime fans who um, are like very pressed over what other people do <laughs> are like upset over it. Like they're like, oh, like <laughs> anime wasn't cool when I was growing up. You know, oh, we all got picked on, yeah. <laughs> um, and who like don't like that it's like becoming more mainstream because that it's like you get these like fake anime fans or whatever honestly like it's like if you just stay in your lane like who cares um 
So to me, I'm, I really like that because now I feel like, I don't know, like, I like it because I feel like there's more merch I can buy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like when, when something becomes popularized, you know, like, then, um, here's me feeding into capitalism. Um, and then, (laughs) then it's like, now people want to like create, you know, stuff like, like when Megan came out with her, uh, clothing with, uh, I think she did it with Crunchyroll. She did, she did two drops, I think. And then I think yeah. one was a Crunchyroll and it was just herself. And it was like an animated, you know, uh, version of her. I thought that was so cool. Like, I think that it really pushes the envelope and like pushes like artists to um, create like different, maybe different types of art that they, you know, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't think to do before. Or now people feel more comfortable talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it was, like, stigmatized for some reason. Um, and now, yeah. like, people can just talk about it and, like, it's fine, you know, and it's not as big of a deal. It's just, like, if you're not a man and you talk about it, then it becomes a deal, <laughs> you know, for everybody else. But, like, yeah, I I, I think it's cool. I liked it. I, I when I heard Chun-Li, I was, like, why is she saying all this? Like, that guy, right? And then I saw somebody on Twitter that was like, no, what she's saying is she's the first, in, or she was like the OG in the game or like one of the first in the game. Mm-hmm. And like Chun-Li in Street Fighter is an OG. So mm-hmm. that's, I guess, what the reference was that nobody caught except this one person on Twitter that <laughs> I just so happened to see their tweet. Um, so I think... <laughs> I just say I don't know. I'm gonna give Nikki the benefit of the doubt because she's a Sagittarius and I love her. <laughs> no, it's fine. I always like to ask about Chun Li all the time with like different artists just to hear their interpretation of it. Uh, but no, that's a good one. Like I, I was over here just like, like I think I asked someone one time about like, how do you feel as a person who's like a nerdcore artist who's been doing this for years and then like now pop culture is clinging onto it and you're like, well, what the fuck? Where's my, where's my bag? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like they didn't actually have a real issue with it. It, it, again, like it's one of those things, like I'm glad that there's less people picking on others about it. Cause I remember, um, in high school for me that if I mentioned anything about anime, I'm getting jumped. <laughs> like, and the only anime that you wouldn't get jumped about was the, um, was, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Like if you Ball Z, with- yeah, cause everybody watched everybody's like. Yes. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, you fucked with Dragon Ball Z. Okay, that's fine. But if I said anything about Inuyasha or Trigon, which I'm kind of showing my age, but it's like, if I said anything about those, they're like, what is that? What is that? Like, you know, people will call it like, gay shit. Yep. And it's like, no, nothing. Don't worry about me. I just want to go to the corner store to get my hot Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, it's a like why, do you, why do you care? Yeah. I'm like, I just want to like things. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I do think that, like, there are people who definitely, like, th- one of the issues I can see with that is when something is popularized by people who are already celebrity status, you know, mm-hmm. and popular, um, besides me, I'm not going to put Megan in that category, because she is, like, I don't know, she's been very open and genuine about it. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. Beginning from the jump, but, like, then it's like you know you get these people who are capitalizing even more um and you know fine whatever you're anime or you're into anime cool but like it kind of just sucks because like then the ogs who have been rapping about this for a long time and stuff like that it does kind of feel like oh shit like i have to compete with you know Nicki minaj like (laughs) yeah how am i gonna do that But you know, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can see that because I do have friends who do music, um, and I've heard that concern, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, but people will find you in your in your niche. So yeah, no, that's exactly true. Um, so I appreciate the turnaround time, whether like it's deceitful to me just because like I see the videos when they come out and they're always just like so nice but like videos and pictures of you cosplaying they're always very top quality and then when you have little tidbits with your friends whether it's on TikTok or just a video it looks so good um 
Like, I think you just have, like, you, I don't know how you guys have developed this, but to me, it looks like a, a nerd celebrity version of, like, just, like, a nice, like, little anime group that you have. So commonly, I see, um, like, you know, Favorite Senpai, Shun here, and King Crystal. Yes. You guys often kind of get a lot, get together to do uh, cosplays and stuff. So, like, how did that build up for you? <laughs> also, uh, shout outs to King Crystal. She got me watching One Piece. I know she didn't tell me directly, but she really got me into, like, starting it. Keywords, I... starting it. I only finished the first episode. Oh, my God. Okay, well, at least you started, uh, Crystal. <laughs> um, how did that come about? So we were actually part of like a bigger group um that were so dream dream con was supposed to happen oh my god was that this year jeez so we were supposed to get together a whole bunch of us right um and then we all got put into this like group chat and then we just clicked um so it we just kind of ended up like becoming closer like you know the more that we were planning it and stuff like that and so then um yeah like we talk every single day and you know except you know today for half of it when I blocked Taylor <laughs> like <laughs> we cool we cool um but yeah like we I really, really, really love our our little group. Like, I am so glad that I was able to meet them um, and that we have the bond that we have and, like, we legit, like, have, like, life plans together, you know? Mm -hmm. um, like, because we all want to do content creation and we all want to, like, be able to be in the same space and to create together and to do more collaborations and stuff like that um yeah so that's that's kind of how we started you know fell in love and <laughs> here we are now it's it's so cool that like I get to be associated with them because I love them so much and like uh they were like I was following them you know I would mm -hmm. I'm I'm huge fans of everyone. Like I'm huge yeah. fans of all of my friends, you know, I geek out over all of them. Like every single time they post, I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> like Taylor just dropped a new cosplay. Becca just dropped a new cosplay. Crystal, like <laughs> I'm such a huge fan and just so in love with them. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm just so grateful that I have this this cute little little group. Um and I would just like love for like you know, if I could time travel, like, to show, like, little teenage Izzy, like, hey, you know, you're gonna find your people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're gonna yeah. accept you for all that you are, you know, any, anything, like, that happens, like, they're gonna be there for you, and they're gonna be in an anime, and y'all are gonna be cosplay, and y'all are gonna be part of the same brand deals, and y'all are, you know, like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's so cool to be able to do this with them. Um, and then to see us individually as cosplayers, you know, I think it, it really, what I really love is how different we are in our cosplays, yeah. you know, like yeah. we all have our own style. We have our own, um, even if we do the same characters, obviously it's all going to be different because we're different people. Um, and we all have like different, like little side, like avenues or like things that we bring to yeah. the table and that we want to venture off of. Um, but like also do it together like mm -hmm. the it's a nice relationship to be in you know it's a good open relationship we have <laughs> with each other no I absolutely love it like I did it I think how I discovered I think each of you guys is I was on a thread where someone was like hey drop your cosplays and this was like one of the first like times where I saw on Twitter like oh there's there's like black people doing cosplay and so I looked through the thread and I'm like oh my god so I just hit follow on all of them because because I, I I'm not gonna lie like I'm not I'm not trying to use my podcast as like a low like confidence thing but like I am absolutely terrified of doing it just because of like you know I'm just like I don't feel confident in doing cosplay I feel confident in doing selfies and wearing makeup but I don't I'm not confident in cosplay I've done it once but not enough to say that I'm a cosplayer um 
but just to see everyone else doing it gives me more inspiration to being like, oh, maybe I should try that in the future, or maybe I should try that in the future. So like, and I'm not trying to do it like I'm trying to flip with the trend, but it's just like one of those things where it's kind of like itching, where it's like I used to make fun of it because I'm like, oh, this looks cheap and raggedy to like, oh, that actually looks really cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I will admit to that, like I've never been in it, but it's like sometimes I'm just like, oh, maybe I want to try that Tifa Lockhart look, or oh, maybe I want to try like that grim jowl look or something like that you know um so but yeah like I saw that and I saw like I saw yours and I saw I think I saw like Kira please on there at some point and then I saw like a favorite senpai who absolutely by the way killed the Christmas looks I was dead ass hey, like let screaming yeah <laughs> she is she inspires me so much she's such a hard worker all those looks she did in one day what what (laughs) how so much makeup (laughs) so much wiping off your face (laughs) i'm pretty sure taylor please uh let me know that was okay to say i'm gonna text her right now and be like hey so i just let everybody know but (laughs) i i was facetiming her i think like the next day or a few days later like talking about insurance (laughs) like real life stuff yeah Um, yeah. and and then she was like, yeah, I'm so tired. Like, you know, she was talking about it. And I was like, not even me. Like, I did, um, I think I did, like, two in one day. And I was like, I am never, <laughs> ever doing more than one cosplay in a day ever again. Never in my life. Uh, no, I cannot do this. So, <laughs> Taylor absolutely killed it, yes. Yeah, I was, I was a fan of that. And then I was also a fan of the... Um, I saw yours too. Like that was any, any, um, Kakegurui cosplays like sends me because, because like Yumiko Jabami, I just don't understand how I love her so much. She's just like, I love her. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny because like with this wig, I I got my red contacts in. So I'm going to do Yumiko. Um, I, love her she's so like oh my god I could write a whole like just dissertation on her and her personality and why I love it so much (laughs) yeah yeah like you had yours and you had your friend that come in I'm like oh that's so cute and then I also saw favorite senpais as well and I'm just like how did you just do that like I just don't understand how that happened that you went from two different characters is that the same day like I don't understand video editing <laughs> it was just too good um but going on to more of your cosplays I noticed that a lot of your style is definitely more um makeup centric um and I say that because like for example when I saw your end cosplay from Doro Hidoro mm-hmm. the makeup on that sorry I I'll give you some context, so I'll share my screen. Um, the the Doro Hidoro one was just really, really good. So let me bring that over. Do you see it? Yep. Yeah, so when you had this, like, little panel, like, I remember you doing that one. And I was just like, that is so good. Like, the teeth are just on point. Like, the 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 mask, like, and, and you don't even have to have your hair up to imply, like, which you know character it is it's just like you know and then it's the same thing with your um with your Deku cosplay like I loved how you had your hair green and then it was just like on point Deku I'm like yes but of course I'm not dismissing all the other looks like yeah you're like yeah yeah who cares about (laughs) (laughs) I think I think I'm more connected with these because like I love these like I absolutely love uh My Hero Academia and I love Dara Hudaro um but like the other ones, like I'm not as familiar with, with it, whether if it's like with the characters, like obviously I know like this one that you, you did the look for uh, Todoroki. Yeah. And then you also did the look for Hawks and Mirko, but yeah. like some of the other characters I'm like, I'm not quite familiar with, but I, it's just, you did it so perfectly. I just, so what's your, <laughs> what's your thought process when you, <laughs> when you're about to approach these things? And um, so yeah, like, so when I first uh, started to do cosplay, like, I I just really, really want to shout out Anuli really quick. Thou art Anuli. Um, she 
really like I I don't think that I would have had the courage to cosplay or to do it the way that I do it by adding my own twist if I wasn't so obsessed with her YouTube like because <laughs> she had done um Sailor Moon outfits and she did it with box braids and then she did like the little puffs um and so then I was like I could add my own twist so um I start to write down characters and then I think like okay I don't want to just do um like like for Hawks right yeah. So with Hawks, um, I was like, okay, what's something that really stands out with him? Um, his wings, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to make them. <laughs> I'm not a prop builder. Um, and I was like, yo, like, I, I had this idea of doing an angel wing look anyway one day. And I was like, let me just put them on my eyes. Like, let me just, you know, I got a big face. Like, let me use it. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then with N, um, I had used the same technique that I did when I did Dobby. Um, I did Dobby like uh, two years ago or so, which I have to redo him. Um, so I used liquid latex to create fake skin, um, which like my camera doesn't really show it, but with N, it was like wrinkled and stuff um, mm -hmm. because of the liquid latex. And then, yeah, I was like, okay, like, uh, I don't want to build N's mask. I don't want to create anything. Like, let me just use my skills of makeup and the, the things that I do have um, to to create that, like, look. Like, you know who, who it is that I'm going for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, like, I start to, I write down, like, a whole bunch of characters. And then, like, I always say, like, I cosplayed, honestly like I have a list and I do not do them in order like people are yeah. waiting for my Kilua look and it's just <laughs> because like I have to be in a in a emotional space to connect with the character so like I connect with Kilua a lot because like I feel like that's me and like his dedication to his friends mm -hmm. um and like how he learned to love is very much me um but like right now I'm just not in that space like I want to do cutesy ones right now so I have a few plans yeah. for some cutesy ones um but yeah so like with Kilua I've already shown like I'm I was doing the lightning so like I think of the character and I think of like okay what are some like outstanding features of that character and how can I put that on my face <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that's how I do it um and then with Deku I just had green hair and I was just like yo like that's my baby I, <laughs> <laughs> I love him and with him you know um he's very at that time I was feeling very uh emotionally like vulnerable um, and I wanted to feel like strong and I wanted to feel like good about myself, you know, and mm -hmm. I wanted to feel confident. And that's something that like, you know, Deku struggles with. And so I really like connected with him in, in that time that it just so happened my hair is green too, you know? Um, and so I was like, yeah, like, I'm gonna be the number one hero, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is the story of how Izzy became the number one, you know, whatever. She um, has a quirk, or sorry, they have a quirk. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I was like, okay, well, with Deku, I was going to do the, like, full cowling type of look. And I was like, no, like, I just want to do, what would I look like as Deku? Like, that one, I just wanted to turn into Deku because I was just feeling certain feelings that he had and, and I was watching it at that time too I was watching the dub um and so yeah I was like let me put myself as Deku and like you know just start to feel the confidence of like um becoming a, a, a hero so to speak you know and like finding myself again so yeah, yeah uh Sorry, these are long answers, but no, yeah. No, 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 this I'm is great. so emotionally connected, like, to my babies. Well, like any, like any artist, right? Like, you, you need to tap into that, to that mindset before you actually go forward. Like, I think that's important to always 
point out when it comes to like, you know, actually accomplishing the look or accomplishing the task. So no, this is all good stuff. Like, again, I'm a big fan. Like I don't have, <laughs> I'll admit, I don't have the the capacity to do the same looks because I don't have the same amount of makeup right now. <laughs> but but to just see it on you, it's just like, it's such a good interpretation because everyone I feel like talks about concept looks and you just nail it like, like really well. So it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I get so like down and out about my stuff, you know? Cause like, I mean, I feel like every artist does, right? Like you're never going to feel like your art is like as good as like probably other people see. You're never going to see yourself the way other people see, you know? So like, uh, like being reassured and my love language is words of affirmation so for you to tell me <laughs> like i'm just like <laughs> no i'm that's, just you know, that's what i want that's what i set out to do like i wanted to be known for my makeup mixed with cosplay you know and my own style of it too like i don't want it to always look exactly like the character which mm -hmm. is totally fine if that's what you want to do but for me personally I wanted to mix like Isabel their art and the, the character and the emotions all, all of that all in into one and I'm so happy to know that people see that in it you know um because that's, that's all I wanted <laughs> no it's it's definitely amazing I keep saying no but no but no but really it's just <laughs> It's my dumb cadence. <laughs> also, also, just so you know, yeah, I yeah. went live one day and I did the the poetry girl look, the one from the Goofy movie, mm -hmm. and uh, I used maybe like two different. I have a few palettes now, but I <laughs> eyeshadow for everything. You need one good eyeshadow palette. I have BH Cosmetics, take me back to Brazil. I'll send you the link. It's $12. I swear yes. by it. I swear that all the colorful looks I do is that palette. Um, I have one eyeliner. I have one brow product. I have one. I, I don't have much of anything either. Like in, in now I have more eyeshadow palettes because I make people buy them for me for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like I just kind of like use like um, my eyeshadow palette to create different eyeliner colors or mm. to create like a more paste so it looks like paint. Um, yeah, because like my paint palette broke. But yeah, so like I just try to like, I had one like 88, you know, with the like very, very small like 88 color palette. Um, and I use that to create the eyebrow color for that, for the poetry girl. And then the lip color too. I had this lip and then I put eyeshadow on top and then the nose, I used my brow, uh, mm. my little brow thing to do the nose. Yeah. So. Okay. So you're like, uh, you have no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mean to call you out, but to cut no. <laughs> You're like, like, <laughs> I'm like, look, you got a brow pencil. <laughs> there you go. Instant movie movie character. Like, <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I don't have to go to Ulta and be like, am I on a budget today? <laughs> I really used to think like, I'm not gonna be able to do, uh, and and it's true. Like, you do need like for certain things. Like, you really do need to have the product. Um, uh, but yeah, like there are some things that you really can finesse. You just have to, you just have to like, kind of know how, um, if you have any questions, just hit me up. Like, oh, easy. like, how can, how can I do this with this, like these three items that I have? And I'll be like, all right, look, first you can roll of toilet paper. And then <laughs> you're not going to hear from me for like five months. And then I'll just like hit you with an A in your DMs. Like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so we are getting to the closing aspects of this podcast is there anything else that you would like folks to know before we send everyone off to the holidays basically sorry for the anticipation with that <laughs> I never want to be perceived I don't know what to say I don't want more attention <laughs> Okay, 
we can start with your handles, maybe. No, I'm just joking. No, but do you oh. have any social media handles that you like people to know? <laughs> All right. Big plan for 2021. So y'all should follow me on Twitter at IzzyBrando underscore. Big plan for 2021 is to start my YouTube, which is <gasps> Izzy Brando. And <laughs> after three years of people like constantly telling me to, um, I decided that I am going to and that I want to do tutorials um, and also teach people how to be an adult, <laughs> like how to budget, <laughs> finance, uh, getting through college, like how to select your classes, how to transfer colleges, all of this like real life stuff that I like either was taught, had the privilege of being, had somebody who taught me an adult um, or just kind of had to learn on my own that I just don't think like a lot of people really get to do. So um you know, if y'all stick around and follow me, like, yes, I do cosplay and anime, but also I talk about a lot of real life shit because real life. <laughs> we gotta know. We just gotta know. <laughs> so, yeah. And then Instagram is at Izzy Brando. My Twitch, which I have to, my cat knocked out my TV, so it broke. Um, so now I gotta get a new one. After I get that, I will be going on Twitch and y'all get to watch me like fail very horribly at <laughs> I am not a gamer so this is gonna be very fun because I like to make fun of myself when I play and I like to run around maps and I like to die and I I don't take games like that serious so well that's the fun with playing games right <laughs> yeah, like it's a game you know so if y'all are down for that uh my twitch is already up but I just haven't posted so that's also Izzy Brando underscore amazing yep. Oh, well, thank you for joining us today. Or, and I say us, I mean joining this podcast today. <laughs> I really appreciate our time. Um, so those who are listening, thank you for listening to Delcast and Drive. You can find this interview on Delcast and Drive on SoundCloud. Please follow Delcast and Drive on other pages on Facebook, as well as our sister podcast page, Lady Blurred Students and Blues on Instagram. Again, you have your host here sometimes, B, as well as Izzy. Um, or our guest here today as Izzy. Wow, I'm just terrible at talking today. I'm taking over. I know, right, right? <laughs> the next episode is just you. It's like, what happened? 2021, I got a new podcast, y'all. <laughs> Alright guys, we'll see you channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday and we will see you next.